old boys ain't much for working Two shots on a barrel and talking about bourbon Talking about a few other things that they don't know If you've got a question, no need to ask They don't have a clue, so raise your glass Take a sip with the bold brothers Now it's on with the show From the heart of central Kentucky The bourbon capital of the world It's two shots on a barrel With your host A couple of hot shots of their own The bold brothers Back to Two Shots on a Barrel. We are at the 2022 Kentucky Bourbon Festival having all kinds of fun, hanging out with legends, and we got a legend right now. Oh, one of my favorite legends, man. <laughs> don't go too far now. No, no, no. <laughs> don't blow me up too tall. Listen here. We were just sitting out there before we even getting started. I think I want to hang around with this guy all the time. Like I feel like wherever the party is, that's where you're going to find this guy. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Not this day like it used to be, but no. <laughs> Yeah, back in the back in the day, they didn't party much without me being close. That's why it took me eight years to get out of college. You know, shit. Without further ado, Jabo, I want you to tell everybody who are uh, who Fred are guests. No, man, Fred. No, <laughs> that's, that's all you need to say. Fred. There's, no, I'm, I'm just I'm like I told the, uh, Craig. I was like, there's a list of people that you really want on your show, but you know he's just out of reach, and you're one of those guys. And I appreciate you coming and spending time with us. Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, uh, you're you're one of my bourbon heroes. Thank you. And, and uh, your family is near and dear to my heart. I talked to you. I told you Mimi Lancaster was uh, a sweet, sweet neighbor of mine, and I miss her dearly, and, and I know you do as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Aunt Mimi was she was a classic. She was the, the baby of the of the No family, and my dad and Aunt Mimi always sparred back and forth quite a bit. She was his little sister, so you know how that goes. <laughs> little sister can give yeah. her big brothers a lot of grief. Yeah, and she wasn't above calling him out on stuff. Was, I'm sure it was always wild when they'd all get together. It was kind of sit back and listen to stories from their childhood, which was pretty cool. Well, when I first moved to Lebanon, Jim, I would walk down the street, and she she actually said, "Come here, you're new around here. Come talk to me." And so from that point on, we whenever I walked past her house, we had to sit on her front porch, drink Jim Beam, and have a talk. I'm sure you had she to have a little taste of beam for that's, sure. That's a fact. She was my first like real friend in in Lebanon, so she's a sweet, sweet lady. Yeah. So, man, how long have you been doing this? I mean, you know, uh, it's just a couple years. 30, 38 <laughs> years, I think. I think 38, 38, 39. Gotcha. Everybody Still, thinks all my, well, pretty much all my life hanging out with Dad, but as far as actually working... About 39 years. Love every minute of it still. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now it's even more special because I've, you know, kind of passed the torch to my son, Freddie. Right. And he's uh, doing well. I'm very proud of him, what he's doing, creating new products and, you know, kind of keeping things going. I, he's doing heavy lifting, and I get to kind of just do stuff like this. So, you know, it's, <laughs> you know it's not he, too bad. He carries himself so well. He, he handles the attention well. Oh, yeah. He's, he's watched, he watched his grandfather before me. And watched me, you know, and he kind of seen how things, how we do things, and he took to it like a duck to water, as they say. You yeah. Know, and he does good. I mean, I'm, I'm very proud of him. Uh, if you look outside the tent, there's probably 15 people around him right now. I'm and, sure. And he's I'm eating sure. it up, man. He's eating oh, it up. Oh, he's, he's, he does good. He I mean, does. It's amazing. You know, the early years, Fred, uh, did you ever see, like, you go back several years, and, and, and did you ever see bourbon to be where it is today? No, sir. I mean, no, talk sir. about I that mean, a little bit. That's crazy, because, you know, when I was in college, you know, that was back in the 70s. I graduated in 1975, and Dad, you know, always said, don't bank on this being here. 
you know, because, you know, in the 70s, bourbon was kind of in the shitter much. Pretty yeah, much. Right, I mean, yeah. You know, everybody was drinking vodka and all that stuff. And, you know, if it wasn't for Dad and, you know, Elmer T. Lee, Jimmy Russell, Parker Beam, developing these premium bourbons and going on the road and promoting them and hand-selling and educating people on bourbon to kind of rekindle the fire under the bourbon category, I don't know if it would have ever got to where it is today, but and I think the uh, acceleration of how the growth surprise everybody because if we knew this was coming we would have been building these warehouses 20 sure. years ago right yeah but you know we, we didn't see it coming and you know dad always said once you get people on that bourbon they'll come back yeah i mean he had the vision you know with the bookers the knob creek yeah that was right at 30 years ago because actually this year is the 30th anniversary of the small batch collection and uh, you know he put me out there on the road promoting you know educating people around the world on you know the good things of bourbon it's amazing now the questions, you know, back in the 30 years ago when I was out there with Dad, people were asking, "Does all bourbon have to be made in Kentucky?" Now they want to know what's the mash bill. What's the? Yeah. I mean, hell, they didn't know what mash bill was 30 years ago. <laughs> so they would have thought that was a bill you paid with a credit card. You, know? <laughs> you got a much, uh, much more educated consumer now, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. But I mean, with the internet and all the whiskey writers and folks like yourselves doing podcasts, you know, and getting the word out there and educating the consumers. And I think the younger people now want to know what they're drinking, the story right. behind it. You know, and we got some pretty good stories to tell. It goes back to 1795, so it's uh, pretty cool. We got great stories, and products are good, and you know, we have. You know, it's always been, been an upward spiral for us, which is great. I, I had a chance to stop by the campus, the distillery, and uh, check it out. Wow, has yeah. it grown? To get it done during COVID amazed me. Right, I couldn't. Uh, you know. Getting those the still rebuilt, getting the new restaurant built, redoing the tour route, all this during the COVID pandemic, which kind of played into our hands a little bit because we had to close the visitor center down right. for safety reasons. So that gave us an opportunity to redo that. And then as far as letting visitors on the campus, they wanted to slow it down. So that let us, and also some capital became available. So it yeah. all kind of played. We were ready to go. So they, you know, our owners at Suntory said, go for it. So we, we did. You did, and you did it right. Everything, Thank you. everything yep. is done top notch, Jim. You need to get out there. Well, the, the restaurant, the kitchen table. You know, we brought in a uh, QED group. Uh-huh. Which they are uh, Brian Landry. He's, uh-huh. he's head of it from down in Louisiana. And the first thing he wanted to do was sit down with Freddie and me, and talk to us about family recipes. So a lot of the stuff on the menu are based on things that my dad liked, I like, Freddie likes, my mother liked. My wife, my cool. daughter-in-law, and he, he spins stuff, you know, That's based fantastic. on stories from, and they named it the kitchen table, based on the table that Dad sat at every night and the table I still sit at that was actually Jim Beam's table. Wow. So it's, you know, it's kind of wild. They want everything to tie back and talk about our legacy and the heritage, you know, which is really cool. I mean, he does amazing. a great job, too. You know, I've talked to some other uh, really heavyweights like you. Uh, Steve Nally is one that oh, yeah. comes to mind. and. You know, he, he talked about in the olden days, you guys would kind of uh, collaborate on stuff. You'd go out for lunch and stuff and, and just talk about what you're doing and what's working for you. And I think the biggest thing that he talked about uh, is nowadays you can't hardly go out in a restaurant and do that <laughs> because you've got people that want to talk right. to Fred No, want to talk to Steve now. Right, Absolutely. Yeah, if you're going to get together and talk, it almost has to be in somebody's office. Yeah. You know, like I stopped by to see Jimmy Russell 
And I was coming back from Lexington, and I reached out to Eddie. He's a dad around. Yeah, stop by and see him. So I stopped by a wild turkey. He got me over to Jimmy's office, and we just closed the door and sat there and, and talked. So we better close the door because I know the stories you're going to tell and, <laughs> and the cuss words that might come out of your mouth. We better not let everybody hear it. That's so awesome. it was, uh, you know, it's that's the way it is. I mean, our industry is one that's really unique. I mean, the guys that make the bourbon, we're all buddies. I mean, we, we enjoy being together, having a good time, share stuff. I mean, I can remember back in the day when Dad was still around here at the Bourbon Festival. They had a gala. Everybody dressed up in their tuxedos. So the distillers get in a little early to get set up. And Jimmy came walking over with a bottle of bourbon. We called it a slick. There's no label. It's a sample right. bottle. Uh-huh. So I got something I want you all to taste. Okay, he poured us a drink, poured Dad a drink. I said, man, that's good stuff, Jimmy. Thank you, Fred, but I want to hear what he's got to say. <laughs> Dad, you know, drank on it, drank everything in the glass. Jimmy, give me another slug of that. And he poured another one. He says, damn good. What is that? He said, well, it's something I'm working on. It's going to be called Russell's Reserve. Oh, wow. Uh, and to think that he would bring his product that he's working on and want to hear what Dad said. He said, I that- know Booker. If it wasn't worth a shit, he would tell you it wasn't worth a shit. It wouldn't no hose barred. I mean, Dad yeah. was that way. If you asked, don't right. ask his opinion. Right. If you didn't want to hear the real answer, right. but he wasn't gonna bullshit you and make you feel good. Yeah. You, you, you talked about your son Freddie in it. Obviously, Booker. I mean, you know, do you ever just sit back and think, "Wow, how did I get so lucky?" Oh, I always tell people get asked. I said, "Lucky sperm clubs." <laughs> you know? I mean, it's. I mean, I, I had no control over you know being Jim Beam's great grandson. Right. But yeah. I mean, you know, following in your father's footsteps, you know, that's that's always great to do. And for Freddie doing it, I'm very proud of him because a lot of times people's sons following their footsteps, they don't take the business forward. Sometimes it stays the same. Right. Or maybe even takes a step backward. Sure. But he's grabbed a horse by the reins and going on for the future. So I'm very proud of him. Tickled to be standing behind him, watching him what he's doing. And I tell him, don't worry about what I say. It's your got your name on it. A little book, you know, I'll taste it, tell you if I like it or not, but if I say I don't, don't pay attention to Dad. <laughs> that's what Dad always said. He said, right. you know, be yourself. Right. A lot right. of our marketing people said, when you sign a bottle, sign it Fred Booker, no. I told Dad, he said, hell with that. You're Fred. You ain't Fred. I you know your name is Frederick Booker, but don't let them try right. to tie you back to me. Be yourself. Be right. Yourself. That's the same advice I've told Freddie, you know. That's that awesome, is so man. thinking Fantastic. cool right there. Where is, where is this bourbon business going, in your view? I think it's still going to continue to grow because we've just scratched the surface internationally. I mean, there's still a lot of international countries that are dying to get their hands on the premium bourbon. Premiumization, I think, is going to be the wave of the future. You know, the Knob Creeks, the Little Books, the Bookers, you know, and all the innovative things that Freddie's come up with. You know, I think it's an American single malt. He's done some pretty pretty cool stuff. Worked a lot with the folks over at Independence Dave with some different barrel finishes. You know, he's got him a got some great partners over andrew and freddie oh, yeah they get together and it's uh it's kind of crazy i mean they, andrew, uh, andrew dropped off a bottle just a while ago <laughs> of one he was working on so yeah there you go that's good and stuff they get to talking out there in the man cave ain't no telling <laughs> them boys. there's no telling what they're gonna come up with in the future they're both young oh yeah. very energetic and freddie's got a little access to some great distillate to put in the barrels <laughs> i mean a lot of barrels you'll probably never see right but a lot of them you will i mean if you want to try something, you got to know what you're going in with. You know, we got enough data on our you know, on our white whiskey coming right off that steel that we know what it's like before we're in. And they can study it as it ages and see what the barrels bring into it. So you know, it's it's great. And the Boswell family, they've always been tremendous partners. I mean, it goes all the way back, you know, to even John's daddy, John Boswell's daddy. I mean, it's a hundred year family business. 
Here we are, a 225-year family business. The two families are very close. So That's it's, fantastic. It's great yeah. to have partners like that. Jim Beam just came out with, what, just a week or so ago, a big press release. I mean, yeah. you know, big-time, uh, con- uh, for, what, $400 million investment to what's right. going on there? Yeah, down at the Booker No plant. We're going to, you know, creating, you know, being able to make enough because we're banking on the come, as they say. Right. You know, and if you, you don't have the warehouse space, if you don't have the distillation of, enough to make it, you know, and then also the thing that really impressed me was he started talking about reducing the, the emissions, you know, so we're going to be taking that slop, and, you know, and making methane and using that to fire the boilers, and that'll be, you know, it helps the, you know, the environment. Right. Which with our, you know, Suntory, which is our owners, all that kind of stuff means a lot to them, and so right. we're right there with them. I mean, one of Make sure we, it's going to be here for the future. That's fantastic, man. I love everything Jim Beam, I promise you. <laughs> well, oh, thank there's, you. There's no oh, doubt my about gosh, that. Man, everything. Family members, the juice, you know, new friends. I mean, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, we cool. one of the one of our first stops yesterday, we were we had set up and our first stops was over there to your yeah. to your fellas at Jim Beam. They took fantastic care of us and uh yeah, I mean, listen. You you talk about bourbon and it's Jim Beam, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you know, it's right up there. If you had the big, uh, what is the big uh, monument, you know, with all the presidents? I mean, you're talking Jim Beam was going to be there, right? Put a I Jim mean, Beam it just white is. label. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, that's where most people cut their teeth when they yeah when they start, you know, white indulging. Label. You know, it's funny the stories I would hear when I was out on the road. I learned what a handle was at, down in Gainesville, Florida. I was signing bottles at a liquor store, and these these guys come walking in there and said, "We got to get us a handle." <laughs> I was looking at him and said, what are you talking about? And they grabbed a 175 of Jim Beam. This is a handle. Uh-huh. And it's funny, you know, because there's been talk, you know, of our marketing folks to get rid of the handle. I said, you can't get rid of the handle. Yeah. Because that's what, that's you know. That's what they do. Yeah. Especially in the Southeastern Conference for football Saturdays. You got that right, We drank four handles every Saturday home game at the University of Georgia, at the University that's of LSU, awesome. Alabama. I mean, they kind of mark their turf with how many handles they consume. On a game day. Yeah. You know, and on losses, I imagine they consume more, but, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Well, the first time that I actually had bourbon for the first time, I was, yeah, I was, I was older. I was like 22. I was on a tour bus with some people, you know. Uh, we were watching Joe Diffie, and uh, it was Eddie and Troy. And uh, they imagine said, that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. think you, you probably didn't get any Jim Beam on that bus, I, I'm that, sure. That was all we had. <laughs> And uh, sure, yeah. So after after they handed me a drink, I don't remember much uh, after that. But Eddie and Troy, man, I know yeah. they were tight with you oh, guys yeah. too. Yeah, I miss old T all the time. Me too. It's funny they got inducted into the the Grand Ole Opry. I was there with them, and I'm not gonna mention any names, but they were presented with these bottles. Uh huh. They were etched with their names. We walked out of the Opry, and there's a big garbage can right there. Troy looked at his. And dropped it in the garbage. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, it was a pretty nice bottle. Eddie right. looked, dropped his. I said, boys, you didn't have to do that because I was here. No, brother. All we drink is beam, man. It is. <laughs> and it was, it's pretty wild. I mean, they were very loyal to, to us. But, you know, we, we did kind of help get them out there on the road. We, we backed them. We, took care of, we were Kentucky boys. Dad oh. met them. He said, take care of them boys. Yeah. They'll help you sell yes. some Jim Beam. So, you yeah. know, we, and then there's another guy that... Uh, that Booker told, do not open this bottle until you win a Grammy. And that's a, a family member of yours, Paul Childers. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. Paul. And we tried to, we, we're trying to work on getting a deal there, but they kind of got out of the music deal. And Right. Good. Paul's a good kid. I mean, he's a great kid, man. I mean, we, uh, I just call him a kid, but hell, he's a man now. Yeah, but, you yeah. know, 
I look all Freddie a kid still, but you know, you look right. look at these ones like my son, he's thirty six years old. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden you're, like, hey, you're a kid, and I, dad. I'm not a kid. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you you talk yeah. about Freddie though, uh kind of I guess, you know, carrying on that tradition uh, uh, uh of Jim Beam and, and that that you and your father and, and even it goes we we, oh, we yeah, know goes way right back. But you know, as you kind of, uh, I guess, go in down that stretch run, what what else things do, do you like to do, Fred? Oh, I still try to hang out, you know, go down the still as much as I need to. And, you know, like I'll taste stuff he's working on. Yeah. But I don't want to know what it is. Don't give yeah. me any. Right. Because I got, uh, I actually did an event in Louisville, it's been several years ago, and he was working on his very first batch of Little Book. Yeah. And a whiskey rider, which I thought we were done for the night. We were just drinking started asking about Freddie, you know, and he'd already interviewed him. He actually was one of the first whiskey writers to interview Freddie. And he was asking how he's doing, what's he up to. So I let a little bit too much out, told the name of the new product, a little book. And so somebody saw it on Reddit and told their wife, who worked at Beam, so the next morning, you know, she asked Freddie, wow, what's this little book going to be you're working on? And he gets up looking at her and said, where did you, where were you talking about? <laughs> well, my husband saw it on Reddit. And he got to thinking, Dad was with <laughs> last night. So when he came home, we were oh, talking, man. Dad, did you really? I, I said, I'll tell you what, from now on, don't tell me shit. Because <laughs> right. if I get out and have too many drinks and somebody yeah. asks me, I'll answer the question. Right. Right. I'm, right. Dad was the same way. I mean, right. you know, just, you yeah. know, real secrets in this industry. Because TTB, you yeah. don't put it out there before it's released anyway. But it's still, yeah. you know, it's, he wanted to keep it a secret, but I let the cat out of the bag. So. Got your hand slapped. So now he just... Brings in a glass, taste his. And sometimes I wonder, does he want me to say it's good or does he want to say it's bad? <laughs> right. So I just be honest and tell him what I think. Yeah. Just Hopefully. like just like your dad did you, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's your honest opinion? Don't try to bullshit me. Nah, <laughs> that's the way I live my life, man. I just, yep. just tell me how it is. Right. That's right. it. I appreciate that. Listen, this is the first time I've got to hang out with this guy. I, I, I don't want it to be the last. No. i got to tell you, man. Oh, anytime, you guys. Just reach out. Hell, yeah, we're close. Heck yeah, yeah man. Hell, I just like to just hang out and just drink some yeah, bourbon. Come up the yeah, house. We, we don't need microphones the, or anything we like hang that. Out in the backyard. I mean, we got a nice backyard and close the gate. Can't nobody see us in there. You don't know what we get into. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We're, we're there, buddy. We can do that we're for there. sure. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. I know you have another event to be in just a few minutes. Uh, man, it means the world that you're oh, here with us. You're quite welcome. Appreciate the invite. Yep. You got it, buddy. Fred No. Take care. Fred No. Enough said. Uh, that's all you need to say is Fred No. <laughs> 2022 Kentucky Bourbon Festival, having a lot of fun hanging out with legendary figures. Until the next time, it's Two Shots on a Barrel. So, Jabo, I found out the um, the older you get, the more kids as your kids grow older, you suddenly have a damn fleet of vehicles. <laughs> and and to both of us, man, we can tell you all about it. Uh, we both have brand new sixteen year olds hitting the road, 
So uh, let me tell you how often we're visiting big old tires these days. And it's important when you got your 16-year-old out on the road, you have good tires. Oh, absolutely. And the place to go, we know, is big old tires of Lebanon and Barstow. That's right. Billy Taft has been doing this a long, long time. If you want advice on getting the perfect tire for the perfect vehicle, go to Billy Taft first at Big Old Tire. And not only can they supply you with some great tires, they also can do oil changes, Mm -hmm. brake work, you name it. And here's the cool thing that really impressed me when I visited Billy Taft and Big Old Tires the last time. That dude is customer service extraordinaire. Absolutely. He's been like that uh, as long as I've known him. I've known him a long time. He's a great guy just like off the court than he is on the court. He's just A+, and I, I love that dude. He's he's really, really genuine, and he knows his tires. And if you're having problems, let's say let's say this weather is crazy, okay? It's raining a bunch. Go in there and let him put new windshield wipers on your car besides going and trying to do it yourself. I'm, I'm speaking by experience here, Jimmy. It's, yeah, it's, it's, no. it's a terrible, terrible thing to do, putting wipers no. on yourself. Uh-uh. No. Big believer in big old tires of Lebanon and Barstown right here in the heart of bourbon country. If you're in for the bourbon trail, your car kind of messes up on you, go see our friend Billy Taft. Pit stop. It's all it is. Pit stop. You're in and out and uh, off to the uh, next distillery. There you go. Big old tires of Lebanon and Bardstown, a proud sponsor of Two Shots on a Barrel. All right, so one thing we've learned on Two Shots is it's important to know where to go when you need a good attorney general. Yes, sir. It's very important nowadays. We've had to get one of our own here lately, and uh, we got the best in the business. We absolutely do, and we found out one morning when you go visit Don McCauley, you better enjoy bourbon and stick around for a while. Because not only is she very good and an expert attorney, she also knows her bourbon. She does know her bourbon, and she knows where to get it, and she will not tell me where the secret stash is located. But well, that's okay. But she'll bring out many of the unicorns that she has in her yes. house, and, and we enjoyed uh, spending time with her. But on a serious note, we know that uh, folks listening out there need to have good legal representation. Don McCauley. Don McCauley, you are right. 144 West Main Street in Lebanon, Kentucky. Her phone number is 270-692-0684. If it's legal anything, she will take care of it. She will be there for you, and she will be the voice that you need to get through this situation. We're talking real estate law. We're talking business law. We're talking anything criminal related, uh, divorce, you name it, bankruptcy, any of those things, Don McCauley can take care of you. If, if, If you're nervous and you just don't know which way to go. If you need that voice, call Don McCauley. Once again, 270-692-0684. Yeah, good stuff right here in bourbon country. Don McCauley, law office of Don McCauley. Thanks. Marion County Trail could be the best value in bourbon-themed travel in Kentucky. You'll experience one of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail's crown jewels, one of the Bourbon Trail Craft Tour's top-rated stops, and something you can't find anywhere else. Organized tours of a bourbon barrel manufacturing facility, all in one place. It's the Marion County Trail. Take your time to tour, dine, shop, and stay all along the way. Explore world-famous Maker's Mark, a hot-ticket item on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Limestone Branch Distillery, home of world-famous Yellowstone Bourbon, and one of the top-rated stops on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour. Kentucky Cooperage, the sprawling plant where the thriving bourbon industry's barrels are hand-built and seared with fire for bourbon-aging flavor. 
and Lebanon, home of wonderful dining opportunities from home-cooked to chef-driven. Unique shopping opportunities, nowhere else to be found murals for your selfies, and overnight accommodations that range from traditional to bed and breakfast to bourbon-themed. Go to visitlebanonky.com for more details. Lebanon Tourist and Convention Commission, 270-692-0021. You tired of paying rent? Do you dream of owning your own home? Now's the time to make that dream a reality. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Have you outgrown your current home? Need more space or just the opposite? Are you looking to downsize? Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Whether buying or selling, now is the time. Call Lisa, 270-402-4036. Lisa Kearns Realtor, Exit Realty Bluegrass, 270-402-4036. Call or text Lisa Kearns, the helpful agent. Hey, the Bow Brothers are back in action, and we could not do it without our good buddy Terry Woolley. And what a comeback Terry Woolley is making, J-Bo. Hey, I, the little birdie told me he has a new CD coming out very soon, possibly a Christmas album, possibly a religious album. I hope he does both. Absolutely, and right now he's got so many great songs out there. You can check them all out on Spotify, iTunes, you name it. You can go and get all of the music from Terry Woolley, or you can go to his website. That is terrywoolley.com. He's a great friend of Two Shots on a Barrel. We love that guy. Go uh, check him out today. That's right. It's TerryWooley.com. Didn't take me long, couple years or so. Decided to make a brand new... 